Welcome to the Money, Marketing, and Mission Show, where we are breaking all the rules when it comes to making money online. I'm your host, Mia Francis Poulin, owner and copywriter-in-chief at The Copy House, a boutique copywriting agency for mission-focused businesses who want to market their business authentically, ethically, and profitably. The Money, Marketing, and Mission Show is here to help amplify the voices of business owners who are out here doing big things, those who are breaking barriers for marginalized communities, redefining time freedom, and generally getting in good trouble to make our society a better place, and making money while they do so. So if you're up for an awesome conversation, deep talk, and a good time talking about money, how we do business, and how we do good, then settle in for a listen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Money Marketing and Mission podcast. And on today's episode, I have someone here to chat with you, a conversation here with one of my favorite human beings, um, which I know I said said before, but truly I have many favorite human beings. I, I, I'm an equal opportunity uh, favoriter, <laughs> I guess you could say. But truly, today's guest is someone who I'm admire so greatly who I have worked with for over a year now and just her brilliance is unmatched by many many people in this online space and the person I have for you is Nikosha Anderson of Anderson Law. I you'll just catch our vibe in this conversation. I had so much so much fun recording this episode and I can't wait to introduce you to Nikosha. So here's about her. After working as counsel for the state of Florida for a few years, Nikosha was completely over the daily grind of it all. She loved assisting her clients but needed a change. Not to mention there's no such thing as a nine-to-five as a government defense attorney. Life's about getting really great at what you're passionate about, then using your skills to make a positive impact on your community. For Nikosha, that was helping entrepreneurs. For the past eight years, Nikosha has been assisting small business owners to create and protect their businesses beyond formation, including successfully protecting global multi-million dollar brands. Nikosha has a strong desire to help small business owners succeed from their creation and beyond, and she knows that having a great attorney can make all the difference in the success of a small business. So without further ado, I bring to you Nikosha Anderson. Nikosha, thank you so much for coming here and just being open to having a really, really great conversation with me. Because I already know this is going to be a fire episode. (laughs) Listen, do I disappoint? No, I don't. So anyway, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. This is a a much, much, much honor on my part, trust me, to be in your presence and with your audience. And I'm, I'm very excited to be here. Oh, yes. Well, let's get into this thing. Why don't you tell? Yeah. Tell the audience, tell the people how how do you make money in your business? How do you serve your people? So um, one thing I will say is there was this beautiful, beautiful, empowering lady by the name of Quinn Conyers who told me I don't help. I am not the help. I am not going to treat my business like the help. I am going to use luxury language. And so that's a whole word. Hold on. Let's pause on that. Listen, (laughs) that's a whole word. Y'all need to. She's the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. So help her. God, the truth. Quinn Conyers. Um, And I'll send you the link. So maybe you can share it um, with her because 
you want to be I'm I'm doing this for a reason. You want to be the type of person where people will speak your name when you are not in the room. So I help and provide legal services and build relationships with my clients so I can speak their names in rooms that they are not in. I make money by empowering people with legal. What does that look like? That looks like educating you, making sure you are seen in your business, making sure you are supported in your business and you are not exposed. There are tools out here that can leverage your business, but you don't know them. And it's my job when you connect with me to educate you. So with contracts, with contract review, with leveraging federal government's tools to protect your business assets that make you money, educating you on why you need business assets. That's how I make money. That's how I built relationships. That's how I sustained. Hold on. I, I had to absorb that in my spirit because <laughs> that was, whoo, that was powerful. Okay. Right out the gate. So. Hey, I told you I'm bringing the fire. Die line, die line, die line, die line. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I absolutely adore you because your energy is just off the charts always and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. So. Tell me about how you then started Anderson Law Firm. Oof. Tell me that journey. We ain't got that much time, so I'll give you the Reader's Digest in a 60-second minute. Um, I graduated from law school in 2013 um, as a mom. I took the Florida bar with a one-month-old. I had had her in December. I took the bar in February, found out I passed in April. And I needed to make money not only for myself but to feed my baby. Um, so I started my firm. I had a beautiful mentor who guided me, who encouraged me and supported me along the way. I can never repay him enough, um, for how he invested in me. Um, so I started Anderson Law Firm to do what I believed I was destined to do, which is to help small businesses. I come from small business. Both my parents have small businesses and I saw, the need for them and individuals who look like them to have a relationship with someone in a legal space because you can't have a business without understanding how the legal world works they're intertwined you can't have one without the other love and marriage hashtag no Al Bundy so (laughs) what I'm saying is you need me just like I need you it's an ecosystem What you do stimulates the economy. What I do helps to make sure you can continue to stimulate the economy. So that's why I started Anderson Law Firm to help small business owners who look like my parents. Because you don't know what you don't know, but you need the support so you can get this money. Yep. 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 You just like, listen, (laughs) like (laughs) you just, you ain't got no words for me. Okay. Listen. I come listen you got to know you have to be supported in your business understanding the things that you're signing up to do understanding the things you are making a commitment because yes you could say my word is my bomb but let me tell you something in the eyes of the law those ain't number vapors that's Mm. vapors and I can't sue on no vapors I need something in black and white on some tangible mediums I need it to be signed I need you to know what you're delivering when you're delivering and when you're gonna get paid what happens in the event of a dispute what happens when somebody is stealing your content what happens when somebody didn't took your stuff if you don't have no written agreement or you don't even know how to structure your stuff without a written agreement girl you out here boy you out here person you out here living file yeah yeah no, I. So how you I'm gonna run a business like that? How you gonna run a business like that? How you expect to make money like that? You can't, you can't make no money. You shade tree mechanic in your business. 
<laughs> well, you know what? So here's the thing. I've been in business. It'll be three years on October 1st, Come 2021. Through. Three years full time. Round yes. of applause. Because that ain't no yes. easy feat. That yes. ain't no easy feat. And you got people. Uh, You got a team. Yeah. Honey, you managing a team. That right there. Mm. Ooh, yes. child. That's a whole nother podcast right there. It is. But you know what? The, the, especially this last year. This last year, I have been sitting on a lot of things on mm-hmm. how I am not, how I'm not handling my business when it comes to actually protecting the business. Ooh, I'll be quiet. Let me go get some I'll, tea. You listen, got some tea I'll, in the studio. Um, <laughs> we got to intern somebody. Hey, excuse me. I'll take a little one sugar and some lemon in my tea. Yeah, a little Earl Grey. <laughs> listen, I, I, and I, I will call myself out on it because mm. here's the thing. You know, I started this business with one person, myself. I was doing one thing. I was a freelance copywriter just by myself, working with people, you know, no contracts, no nothing. People didn't want to pay me. Whatever. You know, like not whatever. whatever, Not whatever, because I had two I have two babies to feed, right? Bless your heart. But listen, but also like what am I gonna do? I'm 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 a little person and they're they're a big person, right? Making a big impact in their business. Let's number one, yeah. stop discounting what you do because what you do is growing somebody else's business. So why would I go out here and grow somebody else's business when I still got bills? I still got to eat. I still got to get out here and live this life. And in order to do so, I need some type of currency to do so. So stop discounting yourself. Stop discounting what you're doing because you are moving somebody else's business forward. Whether you are employee, whether you are investing in their business with some services writing copy like as Mia or you doing photography or you up here writing a standard operating procedures you out here doing a diversity inclusion trainings you are growing another person's business why not grow yours mm-hmm. oh listen okay but you know what not even but and and you know what something that I often see is that and I know I'm not alone in this. Cause I thought I was alone in this feeling. You it's- are not alone. <laughs> I am here with you. <laughs> yes. No. And so I, I would have this fear of, Ooh. of you know, I'm gonna open my door and there's gonna be some white men in suits telling me I didn't, I done something wrong. I owe somebody a whole bunch of money. I'm getting sued. I'm like, what? I would, I would, it would wake me up from a dead sleep. And what that did was. It kept my business small for a lot longer than it needed to be because because I was like, if I go for the larger clients or if I go for, you know, working on these larger projects, you know, Mm -hmm. I had a client. I had a client wrote wrote copy for them just recently, made two hundred thousand dollars off of something you wrote off of something you wrote. Which that's a whole nother conversation about how, mo- how about pricing structures. That's a whole nother conversation. Listen, listen come on, somebody. Listen, listen I, I yeah. ain't gonna, I ain't gonna shake. I ain't. Gonna, I'm gonna let you continue, but off of something you wrote, mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm, a, I'm, a, exactly. I'm gonna let you continue. Yes, but and 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 no buts. I, I, no but and I allowed myself to keep the business small because I didn't feel confident mm-hmm. in the foundation of the business. And I have talked to a lot of people, especially a lot of people that look like us, mm-hmm. right? Where where we are undervalued in the larger business ecosystem. We'll just put it like that, right? How black like, businesses I are like seen. How you've come through copywriter. Yes, yes. You know, and 
we're not poured into, right? Like, mm-hmm. I saw a great post on Instagram the other day. It was like, black women need capital and they're given mentors. Ooh. You know? <laughs> I mean, you need a mentor. You definitely you need a mentor. But I get exactly what you're saying. Like, you yeah. giving me... I need to invest, but I don't have the capital. What does that look like? What does that yeah. really, really look like? So you're right. But you need both. I don't need one yeah. or the other. I need both. Give me all the things. Yes, yes. But let also, let's let's stand on the fact that undercapitalization is the main reason why businesses go under. They run out of money. So that is a true statement. And that comes from not understanding what it actually takes to run the type of business that they have, right? Bingo. So... A lot of people come to me um, and I am associated with a 26 plus year financial professional. So uh, we kind of work hand in hand. Not we have our own businesses, but I refer they refer whatever. And one of the key things is you didn't sit down and properly plan financially for your business. And what does that really look like? Because if your payment model is I get paid after I deliver, you're already at a disadvantage. You're already at a disadvantage if you're waiting to get paid for services that were already enhancing somebody else's business. What incentive do they have to pay you if they already got the enhancement, right? Mm-hmm. That To me, that model is flawed and that model is getting people in poverty. It's getting them in a deficit in their business from the jump. Um, to me, the reason why your capital strap is because you don't have the strategies in place to understand what it really takes and what it really boils down to. I used to watch this show. Um, I think it comes on CNBC. It's the guy. I can't think of his name right now, but he goes in and saves the businesses and the, like the variety. Of, and he'll may, may make a capital investment to help them. And I remember in one episode, it was Italian restaurant um, and the father had the business. The mom, uh, unfortunately, was deceased due to uh, succumbing to uh, September 11th. She was a part. Of, she um, in the Twin Towers, and he had a son that he wanted to leave the bit the uh, restaurant to. And one of the key things he made them do was go to the kitchen and do costs per value for everything that they it, every ingredient that it took to make one dish so if the ingredient took was twenty dollars a pound how much a pound of that pound are you using for this particular dish cost that out if you are a service provider and you're using your computer to type words how much does your internet cost because you need to be able to reconnect it to use the system that you're doing how if i minutia that down to an hour so if i pay seventy dollars and I divide 60 minutes into 70, I know how much of my internet usage you are using to deliver. I got to factor all of that into my pricing. All of this is important. If I know it takes me an hour to give you three sentences or a a well-fine-tuned paragraph if I'm a copywriter, then I got to know what that looks like for me an hour. And no, it's not just because what is an hour, it's the value that I'm going to give you. Like prime example, you just told me, you just told little old me that you increase somebody's business in capital by $200,000. Okay. And yes, but they're living they, It may not even taking you a whole hour to do that. Right. However, the value that you instilled in that other person's business, $200,000 plus, you got to have that type of mindset, not price standpoint, but value enriching Stand mindset. 
And that's hard. Because first, I heard someone say very close to me, a money mindset coach by the name of Natalie Boolean. If you if you need a money mindset coach, she the truth, the way, and the light. Yep, she 1,000%. Says, 1,000%. She says that you have always had a cost placed upon you. It dates back, if you're a person of color in the United States of America, value was always placed upon us. We never had to determine our value because other people gave it to us. So we're not in a value. Listen, listen. Okay, keep going, keep going. She said, now I heard this come out of her own mouth, and she said she got it from somebody else. I will credit all sources once I know them. But she says that she learned that because we never had to place a value on ourselves, we can't do that. Okay? And that is holding us back overall. So that's why we give stuff away from free. That's why we, I help you. But baby, you running, what you running a business? Because a business is a business because it make money. If you're not out here making money, well, I want to help. I want to help. You can't help from an empty cup. You yep. got to make money too, boo. And nobody said that you making money is a bad thing. I think that association with if I go out here and make all this money, then I'm a sellout or I'm this, I'm that. No, boo. No, that's not what that means. If you really want to help, you got to get out here and get money. Money change things. Money change people. Money can change you too. But if you have some negative undertones with money, negative relationships with money, negative experiences with money, all money is going to do is bring that out. Excavate it. I'm saying that wrong. Excavate. Whatever the word. Exacerbate. But I hear, I That's get you. It. I knew what Exacerbate. you meant. <laughs> Y'all look, I have all degrees. I got all these letters behind my name. I still have trouble pronouncing words. And, and some people be like, well, you that educated and you can't pronounce some words? Yeah, boo. It's multi-million dollar people out here that can't spell. Listen. I know. I met them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I met. I read their emails. So that don't don't let that hold you back. It's people out here that is camera shy that that you won't see, but they out here making money too. You got to find the way, the truth for you if you don't want to be on camera go do audio if you don't want to do audio you better be bomb with your words if you don't want to be bomb with your words you got to figure you better paint draw color stay within the lines you better go out here and basket weave quilting let me tell you an underrated industry that i learned from some old co-workers a long time ago quilting quilting is a multi-million plus dollar business honey Okay, huh. quarter rounding, uh-huh. stitching here, stitching there. Listen, them they was geeked up about some magazines I ain't never heard before in my life. They talking about quarter round pounders and square this, square that. I'm sitting over there in my little cubicle confused as I don't know what. But they geeking. Just because you think that the world is just your little minutia, it's not. This world is huge. There are so many sectors and pockets of things that your eyes will never see, touch. Your ears will never hear and understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's money to be had. You just got to go out here and understand that fear and doubt are never going to leave you. I can't magically sit on this podcast and tell you that fear and doubt has left me because I have some legal training. Mia can't get on this this podcast and tell you that fear and doubt has left her just because she has a successful copywriting business. Fear and doubt will never leave you. 
but how you respond to it will change you. Yeah. How you respond to the fear and doubt will change you. I'm not telling you there ain't times when I've been up in the middle of the night realizing that I didn't put a comma or I didn't send a client or I made a mistake. Right. But it's what I do. I wake up the next day. I correct it and I move forward because just because I made that mistake doesn't mean all my skills go away. My money making Mm. ability goes away. Mm. Making a mistake doesn't take away skills. It corrects them. It puts you back on the right track. It allows you to understand what not to do the next time. But it don't stop you from being on the track. Yes. Yes. Hold on. That's a whole that you didn't you didn't launched about five different talk points that just in this in this short amount of time that we've been on this on this uh, interview. And because that in itself is a whole word. Because we're human, right? Like yep. we are going, you are going to make a misstep at some you point, Always. right? Mm-hmm. Right. But having the skills, right, and having the having the ability to figure out how to correct, like that's everything. Everything. Like, yes. That is what separates you from those who do and those who don't. When I was younger, I always told my mom, and I I have a. I've always been analytical. Always the ability to zoom out, kind of see the bigger picture. Is, is a skill, is a, is a great attribute of mine. And I always used to tell my mom, I said, mom, there are doers and there are people who use. You're either going to be a doer or you're going to be a user. Users are the people who consume. They don't reproduce anything. They don't generate anything else. But the world needs both in order to maintain. You either got to be on the side of, am I a doer or am I just going to be a user? And in some aspects, they always intertwine, right? When we go to the store, we're users. When we create, we're doers. If you're going to be a business owner, you have to be a doer, but you have to be a user because you live in a global economy. But you have to understand your positioning when you are leveraging what you're doing. So in that mindset of, well, I don't know, I don't know this, then go find somebody who do. If you got a problem with public speaking, There are people who can help you speak better. If you got a problem with writing, there are people who will help you write better. If you don't know how to uh, create content, there are people who will show you how to create content. Nothing is new. Nothing is new. Nothing is new. You are not have to sit there and reinvent the wheel. I'm sorry. You just you're not a caveman. You're not a cave woman. You're not a cave person. There are information out there. You just have to go out there and seek it out. But then it's like, well, Nicrosia, I don't have the money to do all of this. I don't have, I don't, girl, boy, man, child, person. Let me tell you what you do have. If you got arms, limbs, able body, mindset, you can do something. Listen, there are free resources that you are not using. Let me tell you where they at. Your local library. Okay. Your local library. I love to read. I'm, I love to read. And there are yep. tons of business development books that I consistently want to read. But guess what? If I spent my money on all the books that I want to read, my husband would look at me like I'm Belle from Beauty and the Beast thinking I want that library, which I kind of do on the low. But that's yes. neither here nor there. I, I say you. all that to say that there's an app called Libby. L-I-B-B-Y. If you have a library card, which you should... Go and register and all the world becomes open to you. That book you need to read is there. That audio book you need to read is there. Anything, you even got kids books. So encourage the babies. 
Encourage the babies, your nieces, your nephews, your own kids. Encourage them to read 20 minutes a day, change their life. But what I'm saying is the world is out there. The information is out there. Are you doing the work? You you can't just have the idea. You got to have some action behind it. You want to make money, then put some action behind making money. The mm-hmm. man, the man, the the homeless people on the corner who panhandling, they ain't have, they put some action behind it. They went and found a, a piece of cardboard. How, side note, can somebody explain to me where homeless people get the Sharpies? Listen, I had that same question every time. Like where, and good Sharpies too, usually. Good, I mean the big chisel kind too. Yeah. Listen, and then too, let me tell you, I was um traveling in Nashville, I think I was. Tell me why I saw uh, a man, and I won't say he homeless because I, I don't know his situation, but homie had a QR code. What? Homie <laughs> had a QR code. I kid you not. Let me tell you how innovation, innovation, yep. listen, at its finest. You know that whole, I ain't got the cash, but you got a phone. Listen. You got <laughs> your phone. Homie had a QR, how he got it printed, how, I don't know. Innovation, that is key. Yes. Innovation will change your life. You just have to figure out how to be innovative. Just like that man on the side of the road with a QR code. I kid you not. I kid you. Girl, I yeah. said, let me give you $5 just for your innovation. Wait, I love that, though. <laughs> he had a QR is, code. Yes, 21st century. Yes. At his finest. Yes. Now, look, if you could do all that, you need to be on somebody's job doing something because you are very innovative. So I need mm-hmm. to see, sir, I need to see you somewhere else besides this corner. Yes. But hey, you know, that's a marketing strategy for you. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, we're going to put the link to to Libby down in the show notes. That way, because yes. re- like they say, reading is fundamental, right? If you can't don't have time to life. read, it will. Don't have time to read. No. Listen to the audiobook. But the resources mm. are out there. The resources are out here, out there. Free. For free. Free. For free. And I'll say, people people are putting out so much amazing content. I know we have a ton of great resources on our site Boom. if you're looking for content writing help. You don't even have to have to pay us a dime for it, but we'll get you started. You know, my good friend, friend Karanda Adair, who's been on the podcast, she hey, has a... Hey, Karanda. Yeah, I know, Karanda. But she, that's, my, that's my one right there. But... She has a a phenomenal podcast called Begin As We Mean To Go On. She drops A, A, B, C. Here's how you do X, Y, Z in content marketing. Wait, let me get my phone. I didn't, let me, uh, me, uh, I'm doing it right now. Right? Begin As We Mean To Go On. Begin As You Mean To Go On is the name of the podcast. She tells you specifically, this is your strategy for X. This is your strategy for Y. Free. Free 99. You know, so the resources. Subscribed. Yes, there you go. Everyone go subscribe. Give it a listen. Uh, And so the resources are out there to at minimum get you started, get you, get you. And then you can use that inventiveness. You can invest in people. You can do whatever it is that you need to do to get to that next level. But starting, it's about imperfect action, right? Like let's take action, but don't feel like, don't feel like it has to be absolutely perfect before you put it out there in the world. You know? Oh yeah, your per- your perfectionism is costing you money. Mm-hmm. Your perfectionism is costing you money. Your perfectionism is costing you money. Yes, yes, it really, it truly, truly is. And so to bring this back full circle to my fear of the white men in suits standing on my doorstep, <laughs> keeping me, keeping my business small. You know, what are some misconception or missteps that you see people take when it comes to 
starting their business, protecting their businesses right out the gate. One of the key things that I see people do, and I won't call it a mistake, I'll just call it a um, a lack of knowledge on their part, is not forming an entity to insulate them from the beginning. And what does that look like? That looks like you going to whatever state you live in and researching how to create an entity. When I say entity, I mean a corporation. I mean a limited liability company. I mean a partnership of something. You want some form of uh, separation between you personally and what you do as you conduct business. The reason for this is because you are exposing your personal assets every time you conduct business as a, a sole proprietor. When you are in sole proprietorship, you are risking your personal assets in the event of something going wrong. So let's say, well, Nikosha, I don't have no brick and mortar. I don't need to. I don't need to do that. I'm sorry, Buki, but if you, if I pay something for you and I don't like it and I feel like it has damaged me in some way, I'm going to sue you. And the person's name that's going to be on that complaint. It's going to be your personal name instead of your business name. Now, that doesn't mean a person can't sue you in an individual capacity. That's not the scope of this. But overall, what your business does and how your business transacts transacts in this world will be separated from your personal assets. It's called liability. Liability. You don't want that. You are not personally liable for the actions of your business unless you sign personally in a personal guarantee or some other thing to be liable. The business that your business transacts is the business. Now, if you out here doing it on your own in your individual capacity, then you have just therefore removed the ability to separate what we got to do. Separate. Talking about you and your business. Okay, you got to separate. So that's one of the key things I see people do. Another thing I see people do is don't have contracts in place. Um, They'll go out here and hire people to do things for their business. No, no contract. Uh, but you upset that your website taking eight months to come up on Al Gore's internets. You taking three months for your photographer to even give you a preview. Ain't even the edited version, but a preview of the work. You ain't got no agreement. You don't have no understanding. You don't have no mutual uh, meeting of the minds. Now, you didn't gave this person your money because they following that old, the new business model, well, I'm going to get something. But you need to be able to structure that a little different. You moving funny. This ain't how this work. Another thing people I see do is give away stuff for free and it's not protected. So, and then people repurpose their stuff, reuse it, just flat out copy paste it and put their name on it as if it was theirs. And... In the United States of America, we have federal tools that protect innovation, that could protect people who create things um, through the vehicles of patents, copyrights, and trademarks. And each one has a different purpose depending on what you're creating. But they protect you because you are stimulating the economy. And at the end of the day, the government that we live in wants to be stimulated. They like you to tickle their fancy. You tickle their fancy because you're creating stuff. And you stimulating the currency that we know to make the world go round. So those are about three things that I see people do when they start a business. They don't have an entity. They don't have contracts in place. And they definitely ain't protecting their business assets. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Check, check, check. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. So I want to know what's next for you. Because you got a lot of stuff. You got a lot of stuff. I do. Yeah, tell us what's 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 next on the horizon for you. Um, what's next on the horizon? Well, I currently, like I said, I hinted 
earlier in the show, I have a relationship with a financial uh, accounting provider and we have linked together. Um, side note, Mia, when this episode coming out? Uh, end of October. Okay. So um, I have linked up with a professional, uh, financial professional, and we created something called the Q4 Business Audit. By the time you're listening to this, um, we have probably have serviced about eight to 10 businesses at this point. Um, So we're not sure if we're going to continue it. But if you want to, you can definitely send me a message with the Q4 Business Audit. um, You'll get a review of your legal compliance and just business compliance overall from a consulting perspective. That includes the foundation, that includes contracts, that includes also uh, a bonus, a review of IP, so your intellectual property, where you could protect your business assets, why you should, and it will include a $250 um, brand audit that we do for at least one of your projects or future projects. So, um, And then with her, uh, the financial provider, she will come in and guide you based upon the internal revenues, small business guide for things that you should have in place for your business and show you how to structure that, including templates and all these beautiful things. And it's recorded. So the information that we're sharing in this business audit can be used in future things. It's not just limited to that one business because the skill set transfer is phenomenal. You could then take these skill sets and apply them in future businesses. So the value alone is I, I can't even put a price tag on it, to be honest with you, because so many people don't know what they don't know and they just want someone to sit down with them to guide them. And that's what this is. I, I wrote a note and put a star and a cloud around it because that. Yeah. OK. <laughs> Two 90 minute sessions that's recorded, including guiding you. So basically you're getting a C-suite guiding. You're going to get the two pillars of every C-suite, legal and financial, compliance. You need a compliance department and you need a a financial department. Yes, 1,000%. So where can the people find you? Let's just say on Al Gore's internet. That's right. You got to do it on Al Gore's internet. You can find me on Instagram. That's primarily where I be. Um, My screen name on Instagram is Esquire. 44 E S Q U I R E 44. Um, there, I also do a business series. Uh, I do a series called The Business Lawyer Said. It's a QA. So I answer business law or business strategy questions on Mondays at noon. So uh, if you want a question answered by me, just go ahead and get in my DM or send me an email or wherever, and I will log it for a future episode. Those episodes are also on YouTube. So you can go watch me there. And eventually I'm going to trans put it on a podcast. I just, you know, haven't got there yet. But I'm going to repurpose my content. Yes, yes. But then also there is the podcast. There's another podcast. Oh, yes. I do have. You You ain't lying to me. I have another podcast with another uh, uh, lady lawyer. Um, she does estate planning. And she can help you get your your legacy right because we're all about legacy. But the name of our show is called Professional Use Only Podcast. And it's a podcast centered for black women professionals. And we guide them on things and just share our perspective. And it's geared, mainly geared towards the individual who feels like they're the only one. And we've all, if you're a woman of color and you're out here in corporate America, you just working in general there, you know exactly what we talking about when you ain't the only trying to be the only it, it, that 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 feeling you get where like dude why is this happening to me what can i do let's talk about it. i want to talk about it we the two people we talk about it with and we intertwine it with a little legal comedic bits and things and we have um 
special guests that we call expert witnesses because we're both lawyers. So our undertone, of course, will have a legal aspect. So check us out wherever you get your podcast. We are there. The show, again, is called Professional Use Only Podcast. And we would love some new P black women professionals whom we call colleagues to check us out. Love it. All right, so this is my last question. I love asking this question. Okay. Of all of the guests, so what's one thing that's keeping you pumped up and moving forward these days? One thing that's keeping me pumped up and moving forward is God. And he is the pillar of my entire being. There are days when I just don't feel it, but there's something talking to me to say, just move to the right. Or how you feel, like, I don't feel good about that. Or turn right because there have been days when I had set out I was going to do something but God said no turn right and it was the best thing for me so listen to whatever higher power you support whatever that is listen to it it's not when you go against your instincts you already sit you behind don't go against your instincts if something telling you don't do it don't do it if you and I don't mean those instincts can be confused with fear you know exactly what it is when something is gut-wrenching telling you this ain't it she ain't it he ain't it that relationship ain't it that investment ain't it maybe we should hold off it's for a reason yes i that's i'll take that i'll take that well nakosha this has been yay like i'm so glad we've done this at the start of my day because it's just set the whole tone i feel so light I feel so happy because you're just a bright ray of sunshine. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you so much. I really needed that, uh, that feeding, that impact. You have definitely been impactful on my life, uh, my business life. I thank God for meeting you and leveraging our relationship for the future. And I look forward to working with you and all of your listeners. If you have a question, I, I will, I will do my best to empower you. Uh, It may come with a little invoice, but I will do my best to empower you. Hey, that ain't nothing wrong with that. Shoot. I mean, it ain't going to be a little invoice depending on what you ask me. But I'll help you, girl, guy, (laughs) person. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Money Marketing and Mission show. If you liked this show, please do me a favor and head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a five-star review. It really helps our show get found and into the ears of the right listeners. And it would mean the world to me to know that you got value from the discussion here. So, uh, and if you want to get in touch with us, we're at The Copy House. Remember, that's H-A-U-S on all the social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and you can learn more about The Copy House and how we do copy differently by visiting www.thecopyhouse.com. And remember, that's house, H-A-U-S. Catch you later.